Dr. Baliga here. This podcast is on muscle facts on lymphadenopathy and lymphoid malignancies. It's first on a series of podcasts on this topic. It's derived from an outstanding chapter titled Lymphadenopathy and Lymphoid Malignancies from Baliga's textbook on internal medicine available at www.mastermedfacts.com. The authors are Dr. Makiko Ben-Hoffen, MD, and Dr. Jonathan W. Freiberg, MD. Dr. Ben Hoffman is a clinical assistant professor at the University of Rochester Medical Center's Wilmot Cancer Center in Rochester, New York. She received her undergraduate degree from Cornell and a medical degree from University of Rochester, where she went on to be chief resident and did her Hemong Fellowship. Dr. Jonathan Friedberg, MD, is professor of medicine, chief of the hematology oncology division, and director of the James P. Wilmot Cancer Center, University of Rochester, New York. He is a member of the Lymphoma Committee of the Southwest Oncology Group and serves as a principal investigator on many national and local lymphoma treatment protocols, both for Hodgkin's lymphoma and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. He is an attending physician at Strong Memorial Hospital on the hematological malignancies and blood marrow and transplant service. He received his medical degree from Howard Medical School, did his postgraduate training including internship and residency at Mass General Hospital, and completed his medical oncology and hematology fellowship at the Dana-Farber uh, Cancer Center in Boston. Lymphadenopathy. The evaluation of palpable lymphadenopathy includes obtaining a careful history and physical examination as well as considering all possible causes. They should focus particularly on the age of the patient, example pediatric or adult, associated local or systemic symptoms, example trauma or infection, and the characteristics of lymph nodes, example rapid, slow or indolent growth. Normal lymph nodes are usually less than 1 cm in diameter and tend to be larger in adolescence than in later life. Lymph nodes are often palpable in the inquinal region in healthy people likely because chronic trauma and infection are so common in the lower extremities. Causes of lymphadenopathy include 1. Infections, example common colds such as streptococcal pharyngitis, local acute or chronic infection, infectious mononucleosis, cytomegalovirus, HIV, cat scratch fever, Lyme disease, TB, syphilis and toxoplasmosis. 2. Connective tissue disorders, example SLE, rheumatoid arthritis and scleroderma. 3. Endocrine causes, including hypothyroidism and Addison's disease. 4. Drugs, example phenytoin. 5. Metastatic cancer. 6. Lymphoproliferative disorders, such as Hodgkin's lymphoma versus and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. How to distinguish between palpable lymph nodes, which are reactive, malignant and normal. First is size. Normal lymph nodes are 0.5 to 1 cm. Reactive lymph nodes are typically less than 2 cm. Malignant lymph nodes are greater than 1 cm, especially greater than 2 cm. Character of lymph nodes is number 2. Normal lymph nodes are soft, flat, ellipsoid and fixed while reactive lymph nodes are firm, spherical, movable 
and malignant lymph nodes are firm, spherical or matted. Third characteristic is tenderness. Normal lymph nodes are not tender. Reactive lymph nodes could be tender or non-tender. And malignant lymph nodes are usually not tender. The fourth is number of lymph nodes. Normal lymph nodes are usually multiple. Reactive lymph nodes are single to multiple. And malignant lymph nodes are single to multiple. The fifth is location. Normal lymph nodes usually high in the neck, submandibular, submental areas, occasionally inguinal. Reactive lymph nodes are usually cervical. Malignant lymph nodes can be present in any anatomic nodal area. The sixth characteristic is clinical behavior. Normal lymph nodes are usually stable. Reactive lymph nodes resolve one to two months after acute process stops. And malignant lymph nodes, there's progressive growth. This is a in a nutshell about lymphadenopathy. Overview of lymphoproliferative disorders. Lymphoproliferative disorders can involve the blood and bone marrow. As in the case of leukemias or it can present as solid tumors in the form of lymphomas. At times they can possess features of both that example hairy cell leukemia. Lymphomas can be divided into three major categories. One Hodgkin's lymphoma, two B-cell non-Hodgkin lymphoma and three T-cell non-Hodgkin lymphoma. The non-Hodgkin lymphomas are often classified within the context of clinical behavior of the disease that is indolent aggressive and highly aggressive. The WHO classification of non-Hodgkin lymphoma subclassified by clinical aggressiveness include one indolent. Indolent lymphomas include T-cell type and B-cell type. T-cell type is a mycosis fungoides. The frequency is less than 1%. B-cell type includes follicular lymphomas grade 1 and 2 frequency 26%. Chronic lymphatic leukemia, the frequency is 11%. Nodal marginal zone lymphoma, frequency 2%. Lymphoplasmocytic lymphoma with or without Waldenstein's macroglobinemia, frequency is 1%. Plasma cell myeloma, less than 1%. Hairy cell leukemia, less than 1%. And plasma cell myeloma, less than 1%. Moderately aggressive Non-Hodgkin lymphoma include mantle cell lymphoma with a frequency is around 6%. Aggressive lymphomas can be B-cell type or T-cell type. B-cell type is diffuse large B-cell lymphoma, frequency 33%. T-cell type includes peripheral T-cell lymphoma with a frequency around 3% and anaplastic large cell lymphoma T-cell type where the frequency is around 1%. Highly aggressive uh, non-Hodgkin lymphoma include B-cell type and T-cell type. The B-cell type is Burkitt's lymphoma with the frequency is 2% and the T-cell type is the adult T-cell lymphoma or leukemia with the frequency less than 1%. Multiple choice question. A 65-year-old man presents with an enlarging mass on the left side of his neck with associated drenching night sweats and a 20-pound unintentional weight loss in the past few weeks. 
On physical exam, you palpate at least two nodes in the left cervical chain that are approximately two centimeters in the largest diameter. You also palpate several left supraclavicular and bilateral axillary nodes that are tender and enlarge. Which biopsy should you order? A. Finding needle aspiration of an easily accessible enlarged left cervical node. B. Fine needle aspiration of a palpable enlarged axillary node. C. Excisional biopsy of one of the enlarged cervical lymph nodes. D. Core needle biopsy of an inguinal lymph node. E. No biopsy is required as this is clearly a lymphoproliferative process. And the answer is 1. C. Excisional biopsy. An excisional biopsy would provide the best quality diagnosis of the histologic type of lymphoma. The choice of treatment is highly dependent on the histologic classification of lymphoma. Fine needle aspirations are often associated with false negative results or misdiagnosis of the histological type of lymphoma. This concludes the first podcast on lymphadenopathy and lymphoid malignancies derived from an outstanding chapter in Balligal Textbook of Internal Medicine available at www.mastermedfacts.com It's authored by Dr. Makiko Benhofen, MD who is Clinical Assistant Professor at the University of Rochester Medical Center's Wilmot Cancer Center in Rochester and Dr. Jonathan W. Friedberg, MD who is Professor of Medicine Chief of Hematology Oncology Division and Director of the James P. Wilmot Cancer Center University of Rochester, Rochester, New York.